Christ. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I need my glasses. I'm apologizing, you guys. I'm sorry. But we're talking about living in the completed work of Jesus Christ. 2023, the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ, his redemption and salvation completed, the powers of darkness and the devil defeated, the Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my need established. In 2023, it's completed, defeated, and established. In my life, my home, my church, my children's lives, amen. the Lord gave me was the year of living in the completed work of Jesus Christ requires standing power. Where does standing power comes from? If you would turn with me to John 1. When you get it, please say amen. John 1, verses 1 through 5, and then we're going to do verses 12 through 14. And it reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things are made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. So as we see, Jesus is the word, and he was in the beginning with God. We cannot stand without Jesus. We cannot stand without the word. As we also see, it says, in him was life. Our life is in him. So we cannot stand without him. And he's the light. That means he's our, he's our director. He gives us guidance. So we cannot stand in the completed work of him without him. So we're going to have to look to him for everything. Verses 12 through 14, and it reads, But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. As it says, that we have to receive him. When we receive him, when he becomes Lord, if you're not saved today, I implore you to make him Lord. This is a cry for salvation, okay, for those who are not saved. In order for a standing power to work, you have to be in Jesus and you have to be saved. You have to confess him as Lord. And then after then, it says that he will give you power to become his son or his daughter, okay? He'll give you power. That means he'll give you abilities to do things. It's through him. It's not through ourselves. We can't do anything. He made us, so in order for this to work, we have to cling to the creator. <laughs> Hebrews 
chapter 10, if you would, please. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 25. And it reads, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus Christ, by a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is, to say his flesh and having an high priest over the house of God let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful that promise and let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as a manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. Okay, it's giving us some instructions. It's telling us that through the blood of Jesus, after we accept Jesus Christ, we accept his name, we accept the blood of Jesus, that we can go boldly to the throne. As a child, you can go to God, you can talk to God, you can, you can, Pray to him. You can ask him things, and he'll do it for us if we go in faith. It also says you have to have faith. You can't be in what You can't be in doubt. You can't be straddling. I don't know if. Or I don't know. I don't know. No. We may not know when he going to do it, how he going to do it, which way he going, but we can know that he going to do it. Amen. That's how that goes. No, we don't have to know details. He ain't looking for us to know details. He's looking for us to totally rely on him. So in 2023, we got to learn for it to be established. We got to learn that we got to totally rely on Jesus. We got to learn that his redemption and salvation in order for it to be completed. We got to believe in his name. We got to believe in his blood. We got to believe that he is God. We got to believe that he is our savior. We got to trust, rely on, adhere to, and make him everything in order for it to be established. That's how establishment comes. That's how standing power comes, and because it's not on our own strength. It's on his strength. Yes, things are going to come. Tests and trials are going to come. We've been told that. It's going to hit us. Well, yeah, a lot of stuff going to hit us now because he don't want to establish the enemy, don't. He don't want us to know exactly who we are and what we're able to receive if we just allow God in like he needs to be. It's really an applaud to us that he allows, that we allow him in, that we can withstand any trial or any test because of his name, because of his blood. Because if we rebuke in the name of Jesus, the enemy going to have to arm it. If we call on the name of Jesus, if we say, uh, in, uh, talking about the blood of Jesus, what they going to do? They going to step back. Oh, you know about the blood. You know about the name. I can't do nothing with you. And if we're not using it, we need to start. Don't be scared. He's asking us to come closer. He's asking us to use his name, use his presence. He says he got grace for us. Okay? And then it also tells us 
to provoke each other in love and good works. I get excited to come into the house of God because I know it's strength in numbers. I know that I'm a, a part of baptized believers. I'm a part of people who think like I think, people who praise like I praise, people who talk to God like I do. And if it's something I don't know, I can come to somebody and they'll say, sister, you know so-and-so and so-and-so. I'm like, surely you right. Or they'll tell me something that I may have not even thought about because, hey, my world may have got shook. You know that I didn't even think about that. And God will put it in somebody else to tell me something, to comfort and help me, provoking me in love, to keep going. That's why I say don't fail to assemble yourself for the evil day approaches. Guess what? Evil approaching every day. Amen. So we need to come to be washed. Like the word says, we need to come so we can be quick and so our, we can get our minds regulated. Because sometimes we can go through so much stuff that we don't think straight. We ain't going, we going through and we forget, God, you able. We're like, Lord, I ain't able. We ain't even think about Jesus because you're going through so much. I mean, and if you hadn't, hold tight because I done been there. So I wasn't thinking straight. I wasn't thinking at that moment, he, you my everything and you right there. I wasn't thinking at that point because it hit me just that hard. So, you know, life happens to everybody. And we have to treat each other like life happens. You know, because things happen and, oh, I ain't no so-and-so. I ain't quit doing that. Because guess what? Life could hit us in a way. I know it hit me in a way. I reacted in ways that I was like, uh-oh. Or had a thought or said something, uh-oh, it's still in there, uh-oh. <laughs> Woo, that one ain't gone yet. You know, we are all a work in progress. We're going to be worked on till we leave here. And those of us who have not allowed God to work on us, we need to start. Don't be scared. He's going to carry you through the whole thing. And a lot of it is to show us what's in us, that what, what's there that ain't right. And if it's us, it's us. If it's me, it's me. It's to the point now he showed me some stuff. I said, oh, Lord, it's still there. Uh-oh. I got to work on that. I guess it was deeper than what I thought. It's still there. And he'll, you know, and he'll tell us in a nice, he has a small, still voice. And he'll say, you know that's still there. Or you know that's that. Or you know that's that. And quit shunning it off. I have been known to shun it off and think it's not me. And it was. We have to just accept the truth so he can help us. We cannot get established. It won't be completed. The enemy won't be defeated unless we allow him to help us. And we got to because I'm going to tell you right now, he's helping me right now. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you would, go to me. Go with me to James. Everybody Okay. James chapter 5. And we're going to read in James chapter 5, verses 14 through 20. James chapter 5, verses 14 through 20. And it reads, Is any sick among you? Let him call for the elders of the church, and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith shall save the sick, and the Lord shall raise him up, 
and if he have committed sins, they shall be forgiven him. Confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that ye may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. Elias was a man subject to light passions as we are, and he prayed earnestly that it may not rain, and it rained not on the earth by the space of three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth brought forth her fruit. Brethren, if any of you do error from the truth and one convert him, know, let him know that he which converted the sinner from the error of his way shall save a soul from death and shall hide a multitude of sins. Now, it's talking about sickness. Y'all know sickness ain't always a physical thing. Sickness could be a mental thing. It could be an emotional thing. It could come in so many different ways. Sometimes we sick and don't even know it. And we say sanctified tongue, talking and shouting. And we sick. Now it says now that we should come to the church, call on the elders of the church. We have elders up in here. We have a bishop that prays for us. If it's something that's going on with us, because issues do come up, and it can be considered a sickness. It may not be nothing that happened long term. It could be something that just showed up. Just like my example is, those who don't know, and I don't know, well, I'm going to say it. I started back school for my RN, and it has been a battle. I, have, I called Bishop one time because I said, I'm seeing stars. I'm sick of this. I'm sick of being sick. Every time I show up to this campus, something happened. I'm sweating. That particular day, I seen stars. I called Minister Diane and screamed on the phone. I said, I don't know what this is. I'm sick of this. I don't know. I don't know. Bishop called me back, and she told me, that's fear. I didn't think about that. Then the Lord reminded me of stuff that happened when I was in school before. Them same spirits came right on back to challenge what the word of God told me to do. So the enemy does come to challenge. Oh, you think you're going to do this? Oh, you ain't going to do it. I tell you, my body has been sick. I have been knocked down with strange things. I'm like, what the world? And I get it. It's to keep me from doing what God said I'm going to do. But you know what? I start speaking the word. I start praying. I start rebuking the enemy. And I start telling, I don't care what you say, I'm still going. I don't care what, I'm still doing it. I, I still have to, I'm trusting God. And he's proving himself. Because he told me something. He said, study to show, show thyself approved. He was talking about my study habits, but he was also talking about this word. To show yourself approved, you're going to have to get in me to do this because I'm the one who ordained it. So we can't do it without him. And if he says it's something that is for us to do, guess what? He's going to undergird it. He's going he gonna to establish it. He's going to do it. He just wants us to be faithful enough to say, Lord, I trust you. And if we need help, guess what? Bishop, don't mind you coming up here, sis, or giving her a call. Or calling on, we could call on one of the elders. We got some wonderful elders in here. They're going to tell us right. You got to be ready, though, because they're going to tell us right. But guess what? They're going to do it in love. They don't mean no harm. And again, we need to provoke each other in love. We need to love on each other. We see somebody that them fell short and they came back in. Guess what we need to do? We need to embrace them and let them know it's okay. You came back. I'm glad to see you. I was praying for you. Because, you know, sometimes people will leave 
And, you know, God has done it to me. Say, so-and-so ain't been there in a while. I'm like, but sure like. And you start praying for them, and then they come back. When you see them back, you don't know what they thinking, what they feeling, you know, because the enemy will try to make you so shiny. But, you know, it says, even the words say, we all error. We all do. So we need to embrace each other and love on each other. And just let them know it's okay. You came on back. Just keep on. I don't care what you do. Come on back. Because our bishop even tell us we don't, with your drunk self, hide yourself. Come on back. Because, see, God going to do the work. He just want us to be faithful enough to come and sit on that seat. And allow him to wash us. And remember, y'all, sometimes we get in a hurry. I have gotten in a hurry, but I understand something now. I'm going to be worked on till God call me home. It's going to be some things that he's going to have to do. Some things I don't know about. Some things I may not even want done. Because sometimes we do things and it feels good to us and we don't want to let it go. It's just the truth. But after a while, we have to and allow him to work on us. Everybody okay? What I'm saying making sense? We're going to do Philippians 4. And I love all y'all. I love my church family. Y'all some funny people. (laughs) Real people, and I love that. I don't like fake and phony. I like real. Philippians chapter 4, and we're going to read verse 9, and it reads, I hear some pages rustling, we okay? Okay, verse 9, and it reads, those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace shall be with you. So what we've learned and we've received and heard and what we've seen that in God, in his word, as he used people, as he proves himself, because sometimes he'll do some miraculous things that we know ain't nobody did it but God. Say, we got to yield to those things, receive those things, and the God of peace shall be with you. We want him with us. When things get rough, think on those things, because I know God has done some awesome, fabulous things for me that I know nobody did it but God. I just stepped out on faith and, okay, Lord, you said do this thing. I'm going to do it. Another example, even being up here this Sunday. I was supposed to work all weekend, and I asked somebody to work for me. They never gave me an answer. I asked two people. And I said, if you don't, it's okay. And I told the Lord, I said, you know what? Even if they don't, I'm going to do what you have for me to do because if you call me to do it, I'm going to do it. Because you're too good to me not to. I don't care how I feel because I know when I get up here, you're going to take over. Amen. So all you need is a vessel and somebody willing to do it. So when I'm willing. Also, I suppose I've been singing praise and worship. So Sakira said, Mama, I'll do it. I didn't ask her to. And she said, oh, Lord, you're working it out, Jesus. Then when I got to work last night, I wasn't even on schedule. The co-worker that went to the uh, staffing person on my behalf. And I was like, they were like, we got three nurses tonight. I'm like, we do. And I looked, she said, you don't supposed to. I said, oh. I said, God, you worked that thing out because I didn't worry about it no more. Amen. I ain't even talked to nobody. <laughs> that was I said, he'll do some things and he'll prove himself to you. Amen. And he did that. Yes, he did. 
The baby, I ran out. Woo! I helped my coworker, and I said, "Okay, I'ma help you on this side. Tell you what's what." And then they're like, "I got it. Goodbye." <laughs> I said, "Lord, you so good to me." He just said, "Just make the step, y'all. Just trust him, even though you don't see what's gonna happen." And I didn't know. I thought I was gonna have to work all night and come up in here. And but it, guess what? I figured it was gonna be all right. I ain't worried about it no more. And that song I used to sing, gave it all over to Jesus, and I stopped worrying about it, gave it to the Lord, and he worked it out. That kept on ringing. And I said, Lord, you sure worked that thing. God, I'm so excited. Woo, let me get up out of here. <laughs> he did that, y'all. He did that for me, and I'm so grateful. The little things he think about on us. He think on us, y'all. He loves us just that much. So I'm telling you from experience, the things he's done and he's doing for me, he blesses me to drive to school twice a week now, and it's going to increase. But he blesses me to get there safely because I don't go to school in Mobile. He blesses me to get off work and take that drive. And I make it there safely every time. Rain, it don't matter. It don't matter by traffic. I make it there. He done covered. He done kept me. Y'all, I'm telling you from what I know. And he, I know he don't have no respect for person. So just trust him and, and move forward so you can be his, his redemption and salvation can be defeated and the powers of darkness and the devil defeated. Okay, his, his redemption and salvation completed, the powers of darkness and devil defeated. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs established. In order for that to take place, we got to do something. It's not all on him. He's done what he going to do. The rest of it is on us. Okay. Matthew 17. When you get it, please say amen so I know we're all together. Everybody okay? We're going to start at verse 14, Matthew 17 and 14. And it reads, and when they were come to the multitude, there came to him a certain man kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is, a, he is lunatic and sore vexed. For oftentimes he falleth into the fire and oft into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil, and he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples to Jesus apart and said, Why could, we, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and I shall remove, and excuse me, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Howbeit this kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. See, that's what they missed up at. We got to fast and pray. We got to take our time for it. Some things coming just like with this young man it was a lunatic spirit it so vexed him it made him crazy some things come and make us crazy and make us vexed 
And guess what? It ain't going nowhere because it's going to go deeper than our Father which are in heaven. We're going to have to let go of some things. We're going to have to close in. We're going to have to let God know, Lord, I need you. I need you. I need you. I can't do this. I need you. We need God, his spirit to come in. When we call on him, we fast to pray. Sometimes he'll come in like that. And sometimes he might come in through a service. He might come in with laying on of hands. We don't know. But fasting and prayer, we're going to have to do. That's a requirement of a life of a Christian, of a saint. That's the, for the flesh to shut up. That's to kill it, for it to say, it, to be quiet. Because guess what? Flesh got a voice too. And sometimes, depending on what's going on, we don't know which is the spirit and which is the flesh. Because sometimes we can hear stuff, it sounds real good, we'd be so wrong. I'd have been wrong before, it sounded good. But that was flesh talking, because flesh do rear up. And it does have a voice. So for it to be under subjection to the power of God, it's something we got to do. Because, you know, we too much in our flesh, God ain't coming near us. And if we want him near, guess what? We're going to prove it to him. We're going to show him that we want him near. So I implore you, when you have time, and he give you that time, because he give it all to us, we have to listen. Please fast. Please pray. Please get him some time dedicated just to him. Because remember, he's a jealous God. And he loves to be loved on. Because when the more you love on him, the more he come in. The more you talk to him, the more he come in. Sometimes we may not be able to get on our knees and pray. But you know, prayer is a conversation with God. He wants us to pour our heart out. No matter what it is, no matter how it sounds, we can always share with God. There's been some times I was so low. And I was so ashamed about something, I, I asked God, please don't tell nobody. <laughs> I told him, please don't tell nobody. It's between you and me. Because I was like, I got to pour it out to him because he's my only help. He's the only one that I can go to, that I can rely on that's there 24-7. And all he wants us to do is just give it to him, talk to him. And not just with terrible things, bad things. He wants us to come when we happy. I go soon when I'm happy, I get excited. That's a good thing. Matthew chapter 6. We're going to read verses 16 through 18. And it reads, Moreover, when ye fast, be not as of the hypocrites of a sad countenance, for they disfigure their faces, that they may appear unto men to fast. Verily I say unto you, they have their reward. But thou, when thou fastest, anoint thy head and wash thy face, that thou appear not unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret. And thy father, which seeth in secret, shall reward thee openly. With fasting is not for everybody to know. That's between you and God. That's a time dedicated to him. That's a precious time. Nobody else should know that. So don't be telling folks and, uh, and, 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 and making it look like, oh, I'm fasting today. Ain't nobody studying that. That's your business. Yours and God's. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 7. 
I'm gonna get that, y'all. Hard to turn with one hand. First Corinthians chapter seven, verse five. And it reads, Defraud ye not one another, except it be with consent for a time, that ye may give yourselves to fasting and prayer, and come together again, that Satan tempt you not for your inconsistency. This is for married people. Fasting comes with a wisdom. Okay? And when you giving your you dedicating that kind of time. Yes, talk to your spouse. Let them know, hey, especially if it may interfere with something, talk to them and let them know, is that okay for me to fast during this time? Are you okay with that? And if they say they're not okay with that time because they had this, this, and this, you have to honor that. Okay? So fasting does come with a wisdom when you're married because you don't want the enemy to come in and tempt or test the other person or, or cause a confusion. You want it to be done where it's done decent in the order and there's a peace. Ephesians chapter 6. Okay, we're going to start with verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. Servants, be obedient to them that are your masters according to the flesh, with fear and trembling and singleness of your heart as unto Christ. Not with our service, and men pleases, but as the servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord, whether be he be bond or free. And ye masters do the same things unto them, forbearing, threatening, knowing that your master also is in heaven. Neither is there respect of persons with him. This is just an order that God has given us. This is how we're supposed to act. This is how we're supposed to treat each other. This is how we're supposed to do. And this is unto the Lord because he knows the heart of all of us. And he wants us to treat each other in a certain way with respect and with dignity. And even on the job as we work, we're working, we're doing our job unto the Lord. We're not doing it unto the boss because sometimes our bosses can really work our nerves. Sometimes people that's in authority can, can act in a way that's very wrong. But remember, if, if God gave you the job and he placed you there, he placed you there for a reason. So remember, whatever we do, we do it unto God, which sees it, okay? Now we're going to read um, verses 10. 
to 18. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole arm of God that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day. And having done all to stand, stand therefore having your lawns girt about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness and your feet shot about with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. This thing is power packed. It's telling us, it's really telling us how to use our weapons, telling us what they are and how to use them. So if you haven't read this, I implore you to read it, to understand how your weapons work, what your weapons are and how, you know, and how to use them. And he does honor this. So that's how we're going to stand in, in 2023. That's how his redemption and salvation will be completed. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. The word Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs established. Okay? We got to use our weapons. We got to fight. It's a fight. No, it's not always a physical. It's not a physical fight. It's a spiritual thing. He's going to do the physical part. He got angels and stuff for that. We, we are in flesh. We are no match. That's why he's given us spiritual weapons, and we have to use them. And those of you who got the Holy Ghost, they be speaking how they say them their tongues. We need to be using them. Because remember, that's intercession for us. We speak in mysteries. Sometimes, you know, I don't know how to, some things I don't know how to pray about. And I ask God to pray through me in the spirit concerning that thing. And let God do the talking. Because he's going to know exactly what to say every time. This is my last scripture. Psalms 91. All right. Let us read. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noise and pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall by thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thy eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague Come nigh thy dwelling, for he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. He shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. 
He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. My understanding of Psalms 91 is 2023. When he gave it to me, he was like, that's 2023. So if you hadn't read it, y'all haven't read it so much, you say I read through it, because baby, honey, whoo, honey, this one right here, yes, Lord, okay? As far as I, as I am concerned, y'all, that's 2023. But if you hadn't made it there, I implore you to seek the Lord fast, pray, give him time, call on his name, tell him how much you love him, sing songs to him, clean clothes. If you don't know exactly what you're doing, at least make a step. The word, it's a lot of prayers in this word. If you read them, a lot of them can be turned into a prayer. I have done it. And he has moved. So trust in him, okay? Amen. This is the last thing. Give you food for thought. For 2023, we know that what he's saying, he wanted to be completed, defeated, and established in us. He's giving us instructions on how to do it, right? Think on this. If we don't do it, if we don't do it, because we got six months left. We done made six. We got six months to go. So we still got time. But don't wait too late. Because there's so much in 2023 he could do for us. If you do it on December 31st, think about all 2023 that you just forfeited, that he could have done something. That's a lot to think about. Amen. Listen to this. What is the opposite of what he's trying to do for us? Think about it. Where it says his redemption and salvation completed. The opposite of completed is unfinished. The powers of darkness and the devil defeated. Now the opposite of the devil being defeated means the devil going to be victorious. The Lord Jesus Christ's power to supply all of my needs established. Now, the opposite of being established, him supplying our needs, is unknown. So do we want it unfinished? Do we want the enemy victorious? Do we want our needs unknown to God? Think about that thing. So if we hadn't got started, honey, that's something to think about. Who wants that? That's all that I have. I encourage you today. Amen. Be blessed of the Lord. Now our offering committee, would you please come?